Welcome. I'm Janessa Durrani, a midlife mom of two crazy teen boys and a host of A Daily Practice, an online community for women who, like me, are on a journey to their what's next. And this is my podcast, where each week in 20 minutes or less, I will share my tips, tricks, and hacks to help you dream big and implement small to make the most of your busy days. I hope you were able to catch last week's episode on the biggest stumbling block that we put up in front of ourselves on the path to our goals, fear, and learn that failure is not what we're fearing. In this week's episode, I take a deep dive with Kelly Kaiser Millar, a botanical alchemist from the woods of Northern Wisconsin. And she's sharing with my daily practice community how we can tap into our knowing to better understand our bodies and what they really need, and then harnessing nature to treat what ails us. This is an excerpt from that workshop. I want to welcome everyone this evening and thank our guests for joining us, Miss Kelly Kaiser Millar, who is from Mortar and Pestle Herbal, and she is calling in this evening all the way from Wisconsin. So I will let her introduce her brilliance. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Um, I am Kelly Kaiser Millar, and I am calling from the middle of nowhere in northern Wisconsin. Um, I live very rural. I live on 50 acres with my husband of, well, in two weeks, it'll be 26 years. Um, And we sort of live um, pretty simply up here. There's really no option otherwise. Um, I've been an herbalist for about 25 years. um, And I am also an uh, aromatherapist. I am also a flower essence practitioner, and I also am a Reiki practitioner. So I sort of try to bridge that gap between um, being able to do something in the very real world, anatomy, herbal medicine, and where that meets um, the weird esoteric woo-woo world at the same time. Awesome. And this isn't what you've always done. So how did you get to this place over the course of, you know, where has your career brought you to these specific 50 acres as well? Because that's also part of your story. It is. I mean, we, uh, I mean, I was always an outdoor kid, a very outdoorsy, climbed trees, rode bikes, the whole thing. Um, always wanted to be, I was going to be a writer in New York, Um, and then, you know, that didn't end up happening. And I just sort of went into retail and actually was really successful. Um, and then I got really sick and I went to 10 different doctors over seven years and finally got a diagnosis of endometriosis, had one surgery that, um, didn't really do much, um, ended up with a hysterectomy by 23. Um, and Yeah. As I was convalescing, my brother brought me a book on herbalism and said, Hey, you know, you're bored. Here's a book that was on sale. I had already sort of felt not listened to and um, just thought there had to be a better way than the way that I had been treated. So uh, started experimenting and found that I was really good at it and sort of intuitively knew what went together 
um, and just kind of did it at home and then lived a normal life, worked different jobs, retail. I worked in marketing um, as, a, as an account executive for many years, working myself to the bone. Um, and I kind of hit a weird conjunction point where my father passed from cancer and um, I was also, you know, giving a lot of medicine away and making a lot of medicine for friends. And my husband just said, listen, you know, let's make some different decisions about our world. And so we moved to where we are now because we had always intended to retire up here. And he said, it's time to actually do this as a job job. How did you utilize your gifts in herbalism to help you through your grief and through mm -hmm. your father's passing? That was really complicated because I sort of checked out of my life for about eight to 12 months. I just spaced out. I literally, we still were, we still owned a home in Madison. We were living near Chicago. I literally left my house one day and uh, I moved back to Madison and I said, I can't live in this house anymore and just walked away from my life. Um, that is actually when I got a, a real diagnosis from a doctor um, regarding adrenal fatigue. And then that's when I started learning about the endocrine system and how um, the, the sort of constant stress that all of us live under now, it's sort of, uh, I call it 21st century syndrome. We're all bombarded with data and info and life stress and work stress and that wears down our systems. And I found an herb called ashwagandha. Um, it's very popular now. Um, a lot of people know about it, but I started using it, well, probably about nine years ago. Um, it's a root and it helps your adrenal function mellow out. I kind of call it the breaks, where um, if you have a have an alarm system going on it kind of pumps the brakes and says okay this isn't an emergency you can slow down um you don't need to react with that adrenaline seized usual response of yelling screaming crying you can just mellow out so ashwagandha was a lifesaver i mean within within taking that herb within 4 to 6 weeks completely turned my life around what are the most popular things that people come to you for? Your group, I actually mentioned the thing that I hear the most from everyone is sleep. Um, and I think that the, there's a couple of different reasons for that. The first is as we age, we need less sleep. It's strange because we sort of think we're going to need more, but um, just as a quantity, you just need less. So I usually tell people, this is when you're unfortunately going to become your grandparent and wake up at 4 a.m. Um, <laughs> and just lean into that. Um, or you're going to be someone who's going to go to bed at midnight and that's going to have to be okay. Um, but I also think that we live, uh, our circadian rhythms are really based on um, the amount of light we see every day. And we are surrounded um, by artificial light, uh, blue light specifically, but even just the light that you see in street lights and your TV at night and everything, it's far more concentrated than it is now. And that, you know, the melatonin in your brain actually is created with darkness. So if you don't live a life that allows a 12-hour dark window, you are not going to create melatonin in the middle of your brain. 
It's created in the pineal gland in the center of your brain. And if you don't get enough darkness, you don't create enough of it. Which everybody hates because, you know, everybody loves their devices. <laughs> so you mentioned flower essence. This was something you were talking about when we talked before. Yes. Love this concept. What is it? How does it work? How is it used? So flower essences are relatively new. Um, however, the history is kind of long. Um, there's using them as a medicine is relatively new. So this gentleman named Edward Bach uh, created this medicine where you take flowers and you gently place them in water and then you set them under the sun or the moonlight um, for a couple of hours. And the theory is, is that every flower, every plant um, has its own energetic vibration. And now that vibration gets um, imprinted on the water and it's very powerful. It's very strong. And so that is taken internally. You can certainly do it in a bath. You can do it externally, but it's usually done under the tongue in very small doses three to seven drops at a time. And the theory behind this is we are, I mean, our body is comprised mostly of water. And what we're doing is we are changing the vibration of our own water to heal or match or resolve traumas, um, emotional and spiritual issues by allowing that water to change our energetic vibration. Um, this is the medicine that I say is the one that kind of goes underneath. It's sort of the backdoor option. Um, if somebody has, you know, stomach issues, I can give you ginger and peppermint and lemon balm and soothe the stomach ache. But if your stomach ache comes on every time you talk to your mother on the phone, we need to address the emotional component of why that is occurring and flower essences kind of go in the back and say, okay, your vibration went really crazy when you talk to your mom. So let's mellow that out with a flower essence that heals um, maybe the, the, the shame you feel from her or um, the self-esteem issues that came um, with her. So give us some example of what a few of like the most popular flowers and what they what they do. Like what well, is the difference between one versus another? Sure. So I so the flower essences that I what, you, what you'll see in the little bottles behind here, um, those ones are all um, I made all these from my property. So these are plants that I literally walk by every day. Um, something like an iris can help you if you're struggling with creativity um, and it can open your heart up to um, allowing creativity and play into your life. Uh, because for a lot of us, it's like really tight, right? We don't wanna let in play, it seems frivolous. So iris can be a good choice for that. If you're somebody who allows um, a lot of people's energy to invade your space, if you're an empath, if you're someone that every time that you walk into a room, um, other people now invade you, St. John's Wart is an excellent protective boundary around you. Out of all the things that you create, what are the things that you yourself use and need or like swear by? Okay. Um, well, I love my harmonize because that is the ashwagandha, um, 
blend that I've created. So that has ashwagandha and rhodiola, which help balance wake and sleep cycle. And it's also um, with that ashwagandha, which really helps balance mood. Um, it also has nettle and oat straw. And both of those are really nutrient dense plants that feed your nervous system. So if your nervous system has a tendency to be really berserk and react to everything, sometimes you really just need some calcium and magnesium to mellow that out and feed that system. Um, so I take uh, my Harmonize every single day. Um, I use my Chaga extract. Chaga is, um, it's a fungi that grows on birch trees. It can only be grown in areas in which it freezes. So it's um, usually in that sort of Northern hemisphere. It is a foundational medicine. Um, in Japan, it's called the king of medicinal mushrooms. And honestly, it does everything. It is the highest antioxidant ever recorded. It is an antiviral, it's antifungal, it's antibacterial, it helps balance blood sugar, blood pressure. It's like a foundational medicine, but chaga is one of those medicines that you sort of have to commit to it. You got to take it for six to 12 months, but it really revolutionizes immunity. It revolutionizes your endocrine system. To me, that's if you want to start from scratch and you're like, I need to start from somewhere, Chaga is the place to go and you got to commit to it. But excellent. So for those that were on who were talking about inflammation or mm -hmm. sore joints and that type of thing, what is what is their best bet? Yeah, and I cannot stress enough. You're going to hear a ton about inflammation. I have been preaching this for the past five years, and I think finally people are starting to realize inflammation is the greatest contributor to um, negative health incomes uh, or outcomes um, in general. So it is really important to sort of mellow inflammation in the body. My favorite um, is probably one that people have already heard of, which is turmeric. Um, you can usually find that um, in a capsule form, but here's the trick with turmeric. Um, you must take that with a healthy fat at the same exact time. Turmeric is fat soluble. So you need to eat it with an avocado. You need to have it with coconut oil. You need to bring in a healthy fat so your body can actually absorb that. I also like it with a little bit of black pepper because black pepper enhances absorption. Two things that you can just find at the grocery store and that you always want fresh is garlic. Garlic is one of the most potent medicines on the planet. It is um, anti-everything, antimicrobial, antibacterial, antiviral. And unfortunately, you do need, if you really want the antiviral action, you do have to eat that raw. Um, it is hardcore. But one of the, my favorite ways to do that is just to crack a bunch of um, garlic and uh, steep it in honey. And you can just take, you know, after about four weeks, that honey is now infused with garlic and you can just take like a teaspoon a day. And that is a very potent um, immunity booster. Um, so that's really accessible. Um, I also always have ginger, fresh ginger around. Again, one of those Broad spectrum, does a lot of things, is super helpful in lots of ways, sort of medicine. So what other modalities do you work in? Yeah, and I do aromatherapy as well, which I think is very underrated. Um, so um, 
you know, aromatherapy, the reason that I like that one, um, especially for anxiety issues and for grief as well, is that the olfactory bulb in your nose is hard line wired to the middle of your brain called the limbic section. And that limbic system is your memory and your emotional center. Um, and they're now starting to think that that section also massively influences your endocrine system. So, you know, how, like when you make, like it's the holiday season, we just passed it and everybody makes grandma's favorite cookies and everybody gets really warm and fuzzy feeling. That's because your olfactory bulb, you know, and your brain literally has a, you know, scent imprint of the memory of being with her and eating those cookies. And that is a powerful, potent uh, action that can be used to your advantage um, or, you know, to your disadvantage. You know, certain smells um, can also trigger very negative emotions as well. So where do you see yourself? Like, what's next? I think that it's really important that people understand their bodies better. I think that we should um, learn how to sit within ourselves and know what, um, what feels right and what doesn't. Um, and I think that it's a really valuable skill set just to be able to learn a little bit about, you don't have to become an expert, but, um, this mentorship is a six month program in which we meet with you twice a month and we essentially help you heal through learning. And I think that is sort of the next phase. Um, it's not just a school. It's that you, we're helping you work through your stuff. And you're going to learn about herbal medicine and aromatherapy and energy and flex and learn, you know, when to flex these, these things in and out and um, how to know within yourself what's right. Um, and I think that is really, you know, my whole goal is I want people to, we all have this inherent nature of knowing what is best for us, what heals us. And I want to help you turn that on. That gave me goosebumps. And that's one of the things that we talk about here, right? Like I say all the time, you know exactly what you need to do next, but you have to sit with it. You have to tap into that intuition and you have to, you have to be okay with being quiet and that I think is really uncomfortable for so many. So that whole idea of like, I'm just doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, and not late, you know, leaving space and time for yourself to really sit with exactly what it is that you want and need. So that whole idea is very intriguing. And so when someone comes, even before this program, when someone comes to work with you, how do you, how do you figure out what it is that they need? So usually I start everybody out with my intake and that thing is like eight freaking pages. I ask you everything. I have the ability to ask you the question that you didn't know you needed to ask yourself. Um, I'm really good at reading what you aren't telling me. Um, and I really love it when I can ask you something in the right way that the answer pops out of your own damn mouth. Like that makes me super excited when 
you know, someone's like, oh, I'm coming here for digestive problems. I'm like, okay, well, tell me about that. How does it feel? Where does it bother you? And we go through all the physical stuff because now I want to distract you. And then I'm going to listen to when you say, okay, well, when does it bother you? Oh, it usually bothers me when I go to work. Okay, well, that's interesting. And then I start to peel back the onion until I finally get to that little kernel of you telling me that your boss is a jerk and that you feel like you're not being listened to at work. And every day when you go in, you want to throw up. Okay, <laughs> now we need to make some different decisions about our life. I can give you something so you don't throw up. Um, I'll send you with a syrup so you, you so your stomach feels better, but you just said the thing that you needed to say out loud, and that is far more more potent and powerful than any herb or aromatherapy or Reiki session I can give you. I think everyone could relate with that and the concept of all the work that we do here and really trying to hold the mirror to to the situation. Where do you see the intersection of kind of modern medicine with the medicine that you do? And where, like, what's your thoughts on that? Well, we have a long way to go, which is kind of sad, but this is actually why I started doing herbal medicine as well. So I think that modern medicine is, cannot be beat when it comes to triage, when it comes to emergencies, and when it comes to catastrophic medicine. If you break a leg, I might be able to set it, but it is certainly not going to be a masterful job. Um, so go to the hospital and get something. When if it's, if it's an emergency, go have that taken care of. Where I think modern medicine is missing the mark, and this, you know, this is a really huge conversation. Um, if you ask me about sort of the um, the misogyny of the current system and you know um, things like that, this is a system that was built um, to remove some of the what I consider soul from medicine. Um, it used to be that you would go in and you would see someone like me and we'd say, okay, honey, sit down. What's going on? Let me brew you some tea. We'd have a little chat. And then I'd send you home with a little something to make you feel better. Maybe hurt, you know, you hurt your back, but you also got a little bit of an emotional release at the same time. And now it's become a very sort of what's your symptom? Here's a pill. Um, not all doctors are like that. I'm going to preface by saying that there are some really great ones out there, but I think where we can meet is that holistic healing is really good at finding the root and also doing some of the more chronic stuff that doesn't have a really good diagnosis. Things like eczema, things like psoriasis, even, um, you know, anxiety and other things that plague us as sort of a daily occurrence um, are not as well managed, I think, by modern medicine. Because, again, I feel like they've taken some of the soul out of it because, you know, what, no, matter, no matter what happens, it's not just one thing. A stomach ache is sometimes just a stomach ache because you ate too much fried food on a Friday. And sometimes that stomach ache is something really, really deep. And even a backache. Yes, you might have strained a muscle, um, but there might be something underlying that is making it a chronic issue. That, I think, would relieve a lot of the stress on modern medicine right now because people are going to the ER for a panic attack. Um, and, you know, someone like me, 
and other practitioners like me, we might be able to mellow you out. We, you know, we might be able to, to relieve some of the congestion um, by, you know, by being a support team. So we wanted to ask about the youthfulness. Number one, okay, number one yeah. thing, water, 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 water. Hydrate yourself insane amounts. Again, nettle, because you're getting a lot of nutrient content. Um, and I'm a big fan of um, facial massage, or um, I think it's called gua sha. I'm probably mispronouncing it, but it's like a, it's a small tool. It's a small stone tool that you slather up your face with um, like uh, an oil or um, whatever your favorite lotion is. And there are that you scrape this tool on your face and it moves lymphatic fluid. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us. Mm -hmm. Thank you everyone else for coming. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you were able to capture some valuable takeaways on how you can heal yourself naturally. If you want to learn more about Kelly, you can see the show notes for all of her contact information. Taking a deep dive with an amazing woman is one of the benefits of my daily practice masterclass and one of the weekly live group coaching sessions we do each week. Each month we follow a theme that helps us dig deep dream big, and move us one step closer to our what's next. The theme for February is intuition, tapping into our knowing to find our what's next. If you're ready to take that first step in applying your caring spirit back to yourself, join us. All of the details are in this week's show notes.